0: By choosing these two, I think we both also wanted to choose something that wasn't like front page, right? So, um, and not to take away from front, the front page, front page is important, but um, to sort of look beyond uh, the heat of the moment at a at a cause that affects so many people, and it's like it's literally the basis of our existence. We gotta eat, right?
1: In May of 2020, the citizens of Richmond, Virginia took to the streets to protest racial inequality, police brutality, and the monuments to Confederate generals that line our historical streets and city parks. As a result, African-American artist and community activist Hamilton Glass chose to create a public art project that brings together artists from different cultural backgrounds to paint murals that start conversation and heal the divides between us. That project is called Mending Walls.
2: Hey everyone, my name is Hamilton Glass, founder and creator of Many Walls. Today I'm here with Sun Saray and Andre Shank.
0: Hello. Hey guys.
2: Hey everybody. Hey. <laughs> 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 Thank you guys for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks
0: for Our having Our pleasure. Us. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so, um, usually at the beginning of these, uh, i give you guys a second to kind of introduce yourselves um, so everyone can kind of get familiar with who you are and what you do. We'll start with you, Sansa right?
0: Okay. Um, I am Sansa Rae Burrell, and I am returning to Richmond um, well, about four years ago uh, from spending about 10 to 12, 12, was it 12 years in um, the Maryland, D.C. area. I grew up in Richmond, and so coming back to Richmond after being away from, for a while, I um, feel like I'm sort of relearning and getting a chance to be exposed to everything that Richmond is now. And what I do in Richmond, uh, as much as I possibly can, um, but I'm, I'm an art therapist. I work right now with uh, folks who are struggling with gambling and substance addiction, and I have an opportunity to use art as a uh, therapeutic tool in, uh, in our sessions. And then uh, when I have time um, outside of that, I uh, try to do as much art as I possibly can, whether that's Sort of doing uh, stuff myself, or portrait commissions, um, or engaging other folks in um, art experientials. Yeah.
2: Cool. What about you, Andre?
3: My name is Andre Shank, and I am a uh, a painter, <laughs> 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 and um, and do uh, contracting.
2: Cool. Very. so yeah so when you guys first heard about this mending walls project what were your thoughts on it and why are you initially excited to be a part of it
0: uh so uh, for me i remember um seeing the uh we need to talk logo pop up on social media and uh while i don't I'm not consistent at all with posting or or sort of um, scrolling. I did notice that. It stuck out to me. Um, A number of my artist friends, I would see that, and it it visually sparked my interest, but then I end up sort of digging and finding out more about it, and it sounded very much like a, a great way to... Uh, sort of tackle and and digest uh, what we're experiencing right now so what better way to do that through art Um, and I applied I think much after um, most of the uh, I guess art artists were chosen so at first I thought I was just you know okay I get to experience this and watch it and and see it unfold Um, and then ended up getting a call to be included and I was really excited and immediately it sort of uh, took on this thing like, oh, you know, this is a big responsibility. It's, you know, this is serious work, uh, but still was very excited. So, yeah,
3: yeah I, I remember seeing the we need to talk uh, design yeah. um, online as well, uh, which we missed that. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I noticed that. And then for me, it was very much our conversation on the phone. Um, with how, I don't want to say how you sold it or you pitched it, but the way you <laughs> described it, it was just right up my alley, and and yeah, there was never really any question of you know whether whether to be involved or not. Like it was just yeah, super yeah. cool.
2: Um, well, I was glad glad that you did, and in picking you two, because you guys were, to be honest, one of the the later ones who were picked. But in doing this, I knew that son. Well, I figured that son didn't do too hadn't done too many large scale murals but knowing that Andre was your partner I was like oh this is easy uh because I mean Andre's done the 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 stadium so uh and he's just just knowing Andre Andre's just really easy to work with and yeah so so I I had no fear in that and I I love your work too so it's it it's it was a no-brainer to me but i'm glad you guys were apart so you all were you all went on 404 east gray street Mm -hmm. um but your your actual mural faces broad street when you all saw this building were you excited like i don't know it's a challenging the reason i usually don't even ask that question to the other collaborations but you all had a challenging kind of uh architecture to your to your uh, to your piece what, what were your first thoughts on on seeing that and knowing your location
3: um so first off I was really stoked to see that that whole line there of buildings that there was no murals or even a funky paint job. Like it was all really, it was just a really boring stretch. Um, I did <laughs> really wish we had the building right beside it. That's like 10 times the size and would have been just, you know, uh, uh unavoidable <laughs> from areas all around the city. But, uh, but no, I was, I was pretty stoked on it. Like I felt like it's, it's right in the center of things. I mean, who knows how many thousands of people will see that every day um, being visible from Broad
2: Street. So yeah, I was, I was stoked. And so when you fir- when you all first met and learned who each other were, how was that interaction between the two of you?
0: Yeah. So we, we ended up communicating um, through text back and forth before we actually met in person. And I immediately was like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm working with another person who is uh, as laid back um, as I am, and this is not going to be... I I didn't anticipate any challenges with us working together. I could just tell that already. Um, And I felt very fortunate. And I also wondered if you you had paired us together on purpose um, from the standpoint of me not having experience with such a large uh, piece of art or or, uh, wall. So uh, immediately I felt comfortable because Andre would was talking to me about from the beginning the process and sort of took on any any anxiety I would have about how does this look how do we do this and with his background in construction I was like oh okay you know I feel comfortable I have to be 100% honest though and I think I told you this but like
3: so does this guy really know what he's talking no 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 <laughs> not even that
0: I'm not even talking about that I am literally talking about so um you know going up I've never been up in a lift right before that uh, project and it's also got to learn what a boom lift was so we're talking about these things I don't know what they mean until you actually do it so the first time we went up in the boom lift just to experience it I'm like going up and you know there's the beeping and there's the noise and we get up to a certain point then it jerks right and then you go to another level and it jerks and then you're at the top and it's just you're never still you're sort of swaying back and forth and there was a moment like I'm just standing up there sort of looking and I'm like, all right, Sansere, you're going to have to figure out an eloquent way to tell Andre that you can't do this, <laughs> that you are, you just like maybe you get to work from the ground on a ladder. I don't know, but you're going to have to figure out a way to tell him you still want to help, but you're not doing this again, right? Um, and I came back down. he I don't think he knew this, <laughs> no, right? No, no idea. So, you know, shout out to me for just. <laughs>
3: you played a very cool one. Yeah, life, I had know,
0: to. Um, so I literally, like, when I got down, I had to ground myself and just, you know, I'm having this little self-talk. Like, all right, so sorry. this is an opportunity. Get over it. Like, you know, you just do what you need to do. And I, like, something snapped. And I was like, I'm not going to allow this weird, strange feeling up on Good a lift. Um, so yeah. Um, and
3: then it, that's awesome. Like oh, it dude. was. It, so,
0: but I have to credit you for like supporting and just, you just were like jumping in and, and showed me how to work the thing. And I'm like going from thinking I'm going to have to tell you, I can't do this <laughs> to at the end. Like, he's like, you know, all right, now you're going to do it. And I'm like, excuse me. And not just so, the
3: end. That would have been one or two days right? later. Right. So
0: I'm I, I I was able to like go up on my own and he taught me how to use it. And I'm like, Mm, you know. So yeah. it was an experience. I was
2: I was about to ask you <laughs> with that story, like how often not how often, but how fast did it take before you got comfortable? Because I don't know about you, Andre, but every time I go up in the booth, especially if I go to the top, I'm like oh, I forgot what this feels like. Like, you know what I mean? But it takes like maybe an hour or two, then you just go up there. You fall right back into it. I mean, as
3: far as I could tell, she fell right into it along with me. Right, right. And I wasn't getting any resistance or like visible anxiety or, you know, she was agreeing to like, hey, you want to do this? And she'd say yes. I was like, all right, well, I'm going to keep throwing stuff until you say no. And yeah, from... (laughs) <laughs> from my perspective i had no, had no idea clue.
0: yeah it was a quiet storm yeah. um <laughs> and but yeah i just i told myself like when i got back down i said but did you die Sansere? no <laughs> so like can you just get it together and recognize that this this fear that you have is not worth passing up this opportunity so um yeah it, i just i don't know it was just something i was Just kept saying, like, you got to push, right? Thank you
2: for that story. That's amazing.
0: Well, yeah. And then if we're talking about the location, so if you're at all familiar about Broad and Forth, it is not a quiet street. There is lots going on. There are some uh, colorful characters and lots of movement, you know. Uh, So we have visitors, you know, often. And that also was like, there's this, like, bustling sort of, like, environment around us and... People would kind of come over and check, you know, check us or check on us and little comments here and there. So it was kind of cool because, of course, when you're you're stepping into somebody else's space, they got to check you out. Right. And so they would uh, it was interesting to see the shift as we went through it, because at the end it was more like, oh, that's beautiful. But in the beginning, it was like. We're trying to do. What are y'all doing? Yeah, What you, what you doing? It was even a guy who was like, we had just done the sketch. He was like, that's ugly. And I remember at that point, I was just like, at that point, I was done. I was like, how you going to call our work ugly? We haven't even got it started yet. Come back on Friday. Right I was just like, oh, my goodness.
3: But, yeah, it was. Um, and she was on the lookout for him to return so we could put it in his face. Though. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you know. Judging
3: so. uh, some very unfinished work.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it was it was certainly um it was a a very uh interesting and lively space to work in.
2: Yeah. So before we kinda dig into what you all did, I, could you all describe your wall, um, so we can so everyone kinda get a so, visual of it?
3: Yeah, so our our piece is a play on the um uh fairly well known Uh, American painting entitled American Gothic, um, which most people know by the description of it's a farmer couple, a man and woman. Uh, The guy has a pitchfork and they both look about as uh, unhappy as you could be. It's sort of a, a depressing vibe to it and something that I found out from looking into this painting is it's called American Gothic because of the window in the house behind them is a Gothic window that's stuck on this just uh, cookie cutter Middle America house. (laughs) And the artist thought that that was, uh, uh, you know, comical in some way that I guess uh, almost a century later at least i don't really understand the the joke behind it but um so anyways so our piece was based on that painting and we replaced the two people in the painting with uh two local heroes heroes from <laughs> richmond that we admired and that also have a connection with farming specifically in urban areas and access to food and fresh food and Um, Growing your own food and having a connection to food that, especially in more populated urban areas, to some extent, uh, we're losing that connection to our food. And so we replaced our two local heroes in the painting as uh, the farmer and the farmer's wife. Um, We replaced the pitchfork with a giant fork, another play on the uh, food topic and then we pretty much removed the background other than just the very peak of the house with the window, and then there's a blue sky for a background. So we stuck to the painting pretty closely
2: other than switching out the the two characters. Yeah, and so when I first heard that you all were doing that, and I think Andre and I were talking because we were trying to plan something around like the community engagement and uh, Duran being a part of that I was I was floored I was like that is genius how like how did you all come together and think of that concept like how if you all remember recap how you came together and...
0: so we we ended up uh I remember one of the first things that happened uh, when we were communicating is we had a bunch of ideas or even trying to uh take the idea of Sometimes it's like, oh, I can do whatever I want as long as it's in social justice. And then I began to think, like, oh, my goodness, there's so much we can do within social justice. And I think we were sort of deciding to put together some ideas and then come together. And Andre sort of had, he was like, you know, when you're first working with someone, you don't want to, like, pummel through with an idea, but you want to give and take. So Andre said, you know, he's like, I have this idea, and if you want to hear it, you know, cool. And I'm like... Uh, sure because I don't have to like have you know autonomy over every decision right and when he presented that I was like that's it and it immediately made sense um, in a way that um, I think it was um, an important conversation about social justice that may not have been uh, highlighted in that way so um, and I had I think I had encountered both of them but didn't know the force they were together. So it was also interesting as we're going through to learn more about them, and then there were other features that would pop up, like to find out that they're beekeepers. Like
3: what? And um, I forgot to give their names. So the the two people we replace or put into the painting are Duran Chavez and his wife Nakia. So and uh, she's
0: a doula. So there was yeah. also a piece about that about birth justice. Uh, that it just with this and I think everything about our project sort of took on like this cool flow and meaning as we went about. So that was really cool. And the other part, um, and you know, I'm, I'm just going to pronounce these as best as I can. Um, we met with them, um, at this beautiful space, uh, right. Sort of in the parking lot is of the, um, ICA and it's called is, the Resiliency Resilience Gardens, Gardens. Yep. Gardens. And uh, it's beautiful what's been done with that space. And they have, um, you know, fruits and vegetables and plants and things that are there that other artists have um, painted on the boxes and stuff. So when we met them there, uh, we were sort of trying to get um, an idea of what they would like to see in the painting. Um, if there was anything, uh, in particular. And they just kind of like, they were like, whatever you want to do, like complete creative control. And I, we were like, what? So, um, I asked them if they had any symbols, um, that they wanted to include and they, they didn't have much. And I said, all right, what's your favorite Adinkra symbol? And it was interesting cause they both like reached out with their hands and instead of, of wedding bands, they have an Adinkra symbol that they had tattooed on their uh, finger and it, This is um, where I ask your forgiveness when I'm pronouncing this, but it's Odu Inu Fee Kwan. And it's the uh, Adinkra symbol that means love never loses its way home. And so we knew that in the back of our heads and we both kind of said, all right, we'll find a way to incorporate that symbol. Um, And so on Nakia's, Nakia, excuse me, on her uh, lapel, instead of like the emblem that was on the original painting, we used that. Um, And we use that also for the pattern on her shirt. Um, And then to sort of tie in another aspect of the Adinkra symbol for the, I guess, the social justice message, we used Aya um, underneath Duran. And it looks like a fern, but it symbolizes uh, perseverance. Uh, The fern is a hardy plant. It grows in difficult places, tying into, you know, the, uh, the food deserts that they're helping to combat. Um, an individual who wears this symbol suggests that he has endured many adversities and outlasted much difficulty. So we just thought, like, those are two perfect symbols. They have uh, so much that reaches beyond that, um, that sort of ties the message of what we wanted to uh, project with the, the mural. So
2: So, anyway, I th- yes, I thought that that was amazing. And I know that they both do so much. Were and you actually answered my question I was going to ask. Oh, okay. did you meet with them? And so you did. And, and throughout the the painting of the mural, did they come talk to you guys? Like, was there interaction there yeah. at all? Yeah. yeah,
3: they came to visit and were pretty blown away because I guess maybe they envisioned something a lot smaller. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so when when they showed up and I. <laughs> feel like weren't they sort of just driving by and
0: saw it and caught a glimpse
3: yeah so they were driving down broad and saw it and was like oh my gosh that's (laughs) us and rolled up and they were just besides themselves yeah excited i mean just
0: deron like pulled up and he yelled out of the the window he was like yeah (laughs) and this is a completely different deron we encountered right and of course it when we met them it was the end of the day it was hot whatever but just to, to to get their energy um was amazing yeah it was a huge and compliment and ron's mom came by oh, wow. oh my goodness i don't have you have you met no. her? oh my goodness she is uh, there there are not how do i put this? She, she, immediately you feel seen i can't really explain it but she just she's a powerful woman um and she like spoke life into us and our process and even like beyond this. And she stood with us and prayed with us and just yeah. she's got about that
3: like mama power yeah, where everybody's man, her child.
0: Her like spiritual grounding yeah. is just something else. And it just was like, when she left, we're just looking at one another, like, okay, <laughs> all right. You know? So that was, that was touching.
2: Yeah. It was really, really cool. So one of the questions that I ask every collaboration at the end of these is kind of how do you feel like your mural has added to the conversations of, of Mending Walls, right? Because many Walls is about furthering these conversations. So how do, uh, that we're having as a, as a city, as a society, how do you feel like your piece has added well, to that conversation?
3: So something that was really important to both of us from the beginning was seeing this platform that you've built and, with mending walls, and that it's getting a lot of attention, good attention right now. And so from the very beginning, we both wanted to try and elevate and focus that attention on something that went beyond just uh, me and, and Ray's painting the mural and, you know, our, our process, but really just sort of highlighted somebody who who we think, should should get more attention really. And so hopefully we've been able to you know put a little bit of a spotlight on what Duran and Nakaya do and how important it is um and they've been doing it for forever. So so that would be that would have been at least my my top priority and I think I speak for Ray when it was you know both of ours but um uh, yeah, I think that's that would probably have been the the most important thing we could have accomplished now,
0: yeah, yeah, I think that that was that was absolutely the the aim, and I think the conversation even started when we started because people were coming by, and the number of times that we some people would just come by and share their story. Um, and then ask us about, you know, who are they, you know? And so we we even, like, sort of developed our, like, uh, elevator, 30-second elevator pitch about who these people were, what it meant, because we kept being asked. So I think the conversation was literally started right there as people were asking who are these people, and then, well, when you find out who these people are, what do they do? And then that brings up, you know, the whole topic, which is what we wanted to focus on. So my hope is that the conversation continues.
2: Yeah, that's I mean that's what this project is all about. It's about I mean mending walls is a platform and then which you all used as a platform and hopefully that just continues to ripple on ahead. It's funny you saying like an elevator speech. Anytime you put a person on the wall you yep. gotta answer that question yeah. a million as, times a day.
3: As Ray was explaining, it was like, yep, Pam knows all about those. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure of I'm it. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. It's the it's, old it's, mural speech. Yeah, exactly.
2: Well, I just wanna thank you guys uh, for coming to talk with me and spend, uh, taking the time to explain your, your, your wall. It's a beautiful wall, and I, I thought it was one of the more genius. Walls of many walls. So, thank you. Having said that to everyone, by the way. But, uh, but yeah, thank you guys for being a part of this. Thanks for
0: having us.
1: True honor. This podcast was produced by Pam Hervey and Hamilton Glass. With support by Todd Hervey, Whitney Whiting, and George Parker. It was recorded at In Your Ear Studios and edited by Nineteen Red. Mending Walls was created by Hamilton Glass and supported by the Community Foundation for Greater Richmond and Eltria Group. Information on this project can be found at the website www.mendingwallsrva.com. Please keep listening for details on when and where you can see the one-hour documentary on Mending Walls to be broadcast on public television. And you can listen to other episodes of this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.